Hello and welcome to the We Are NHFT podcast. I'm Andy and I'm with my colleagues Lucy and Suze. Say hello Suze. Hello. And say hello Lucy. Hi. So this is our very first podcast. Uh, raise your hands if you've done the podcast before. No. So you can't see that, but no one's raising their hands, so you can tell we've never done the podcast before. Um, So Suze, why on earth are we doing a podcast? Well, for me, a lot of our staff are out and about in the community, and they're not always accessed, don't have access to um, the digital channels as such, they don't have time to look at the staff room or even read their emails sometimes because they're too busy going from from patient to patient. So in this sense, they can be listening to this while they're driving along to their next to their next um, call of the day. Listen to us when driving, that sounds like a distraction. It does indeed. <laughs> Hopefully we're not too much of a distraction. <laughs> That's fantastic. And Lucy, you run a lot of our... Um, our channels, you, you're our Ebrief yes. Queen, our staff room queen. The queen. What would you hope to, uh, what would you hope people, our staff, our colleagues would get from this? Um, I just think it's something really different that we've not done before and I feel like we've reviewed our channels quite a lot over the past six months and one of the key themes was that podcasts are really relevant, people enjoy them and I think, I personally love podcasts and I think it'd be great for staff to experience things differently and listen what's going on in the cars and the way to work I think it's great um, we're going to try and theme this this uh, this podcast a bit around our leadership behaviours um, and I'm hoping everyone knows our leadership behaviours but why are we trying to do it this way Susan? Um, again it's around how it's looking back to how we behave and how we would want others to behave I think that's how it all links to me. Um, so if we all behave correctly, we'll all have a greater day. Um, and also it it demonstrates how we're all working well together. Mm-hmm. Uh, are we, you know, they are so important and there's a lot of things that we'll be doing um, later on in the year, which people will see, which bring our leadership behaviours together in lots more areas. And I think it's, it's really easy to say, oh, look, we've got leadership behaviours, see them written down, but actually to practically know what, what yeah. does that mean to me on the shop floor? Yeah. So I'm hoping by theming the updates, the celebrations people are sharing with us, we can actually show people, actually, this is what embracing change looks like. Yeah. Um, and I, I, I've given one away, but uh, Lucy, do you want to take us through what our leadership behaviours yeah, are? Yeah, so I think we're going to be covering um, taking responsibility. So I think we're going to have a look at the Keep Safe Week. Um, which was really important. Um, the pat testing, um, we're going to be talking about our Freedom to Speak Up Guardian. And then we've got Working Together, so um, we'll cover the Mental Health Initiative of the Year at the HSJ Patient Safety Awards. Um, and then Embracing Change, having a look at the Brescian Resource Centre, um, the Memory Assessment Service, who were highly commended. And then being authentic, um, sort of discussing our CQC visits and um, how it's not something that we should all be worried about. Fabulous. Thank you. Okay, um, let's jump right in then. <clears throat> taking responsibility. That's right, Lucy. Our first leadership behaviour is taking responsibility. Um, what's taking responsibility mean, Suze? 
well it's literally what it says on the tin um it is about us all taking responsibility so there's lots of different ways we can do that um one of the things that we were going to talk about was the keep everyone safe week great week it was a good such week such a good week and um i really enjoyed the the keynote speakers we had throughout the two conferences on the monday and the friday but what i'd also like to say is a huge thank you to all the staff that actually were out and about the whole week and went across the trust doing the road shows. I know they saw lots of different people and um, were talking through lots of different things like around how to keep safe. So occupational health and wellbeing was there. Um, the health and safety team was there. Safeguarding, infection prevention and control. Lots, lots more people, but all look bringing together the importance of us keeping safe. Absolutely. It was... As you say, it was a cracking week. I, I, I really enjoyed, I think it was it Johnny Benjamin and... Oh, Neil Laybourne. Yeah, and their, their talk about um, how, you know, he, he spotted this guy just sitting on the edge of a bridge and thought, there's something not right here, but actually just went up to him and said, you know, you're right. And mm. just from that, he's he saved a life. And it's yeah. just such a simple yeah. interaction, but it made a huge difference. It, yeah, it's just a real reminder about, you know, looking out for each other and just, yeah. if you see someone that thinks something's not right there, just saying, yeah. you're right. And I think it sort of started like a domino effect, how he helped him off the bridge and then, then what they've built together to help mm. so many other people who've had the same experiences. I think I remember during his talk, he was trying to find the man that talked him down and so many people came forward I think he was really shocked at actually this it was about 35 yeah, people how many people have had the same yeah. experience and you know talk people down you know off a bridge I thought that was really amazing that was definitely a highlight of the week I also enjoyed um, Ben Smith oh crazy uh, guy crazy guy <laughs> who did 401 marathons in 401 days oh, yeah yeah he really is um, he was inspirational and I'm still following him today on his next challenge. If you want to follow that on Twitter, it's 401 Challenge. That was insane. Very insane. I think um, for me also, one of the other things that was highlighted in that week is the commitment of the trust to safe. And Angela obviously um, shared the ambition that one day we might be the first trust to get outstanding for safety in CQC, which is, you know, it, it's, I think most people just thought, like, okay, okay, that that's... That sounds big, but actually I think safety is the little things we can all do that build up to that big picture. So, mm. Suze, we know speaking up is one of the things we can all do. Definitely, and um, David Naylor talked about that as well from the King's Fund and the importance of us all speaking up and not being silent. Um, so it's just a quick reminder really that Matt, our Freedom to Speak Up Guardian is available to you at all times. Um, he's available on his, on, a, on mobile or um, you can also contact him through the staff room because I believe there's a form on there that you can fill in and he'll contact you. Or also that he does have some champions as well. So don't forget that you can um, speak to those as well because they all report into Matt. So if, if he's not available, please do make use of that facility they are there to help you fab and it's also it's the little practical things isn't it so things like making sure your devices have been pat testing and getting yeah. in touch with the estates team if for some reason something's been missed and checking your your medical equipment checking it's safe 
and just making sure that every day when we're coming in we're, we're just checking our environment we're in yeah and i think security is a big part of that as well isn't it Liz? yeah i think especially the past month it has been so warm so mm. warm and i know a lot of people get quite warm in their offices so i think it's really important that at the end of the day or if you're leaving a meeting just double check that you've closed your windows you've locked your doors you've locked your drawers if you're last to leave please just double check the the areas and that um you know that all the security aspects have um have been checked and they are closed fabulous yeah and the other thing actually if i could just jump in is um what also happened in keep safe week is um we had a an exercise um which we can still all do now and it was the mind map Mm, yes um which looks at how on a personal level on an individual level and also on a team level so if you are interested in um completing one of these for yourself or for your team please contact robert in learning and development and they're on the staff room on the learning and development page and the beyond good page if you want to print one off to do with your teams that's great i think I think the fact that those mind maps are available and we're keeping that conversation as going is really, really important. Yeah, it's key. And I think actually that brings us on kind of to our next um, our next thing we wanted to just chat about. And again, it's about taking responsibility, but it's about our own well-being and looking after ourselves at work. And we've just come off the back of a really fantastic well-being festival at um, Wixdeep Park in Kettering, where we had, what was it, 400 yes. people yes. from across the Trust um, coming together to kind of focus on themselves for a day um, and I think it was really powerful to see people actually think differently and think yeah. about what they could do Suze what was your highlights of that, that day? Uh, well I was the one running around <laughs> you, were, you were very busy <laughs> I was running around checking everyone was okay and basically enjoying themselves and um, my partner in crime Dan um, we've captured so much on film, um, so we're looking at editing that now and um, pulling it together to have a real overview of the day. I can't wait to see it. Um, for me, the keynote speakers again were really interesting. Um, Dr. Hazel Wallace had some really good thoughts around um, food and what I should and shouldn't probably be eating. <laughs> um, <laughs> She knew her stuff, didn't she? She did know her stuff. And I actually liked the way um, when people were asking questions around all the very many different diets there are out there, she didn't actually endorse one in particular or any of them in particular. It was just a case of finding the right one for you. Yeah. Um, uh, but for my... Actually, I think my highlight for me... I love the train ride, obviously. <laughs> but um, Colin Jackson, wow. What a man. Um so funny but also he's had quite a difficult time in his life but he's come the other side of it he still he enjoys a a morning walk every day and really does look after his well-being so it it was great to to hear from him he was powerful i I think for me um it was the opportunity to try different things, things that I would never, ever try. Oh, I saw you in Disco Diva. You saw me in Disco Diva, yeah. Actually. <laughs> <laughs> but that was just fun, and it, I think it was a safe environment. No one was judging mm-hmm. you, which Positive is good. Positive vibes only, wasn't Positive it? vibes only. I could see our chief operating officer just outside the tent having a boogie. Oh, that's gone viral, by great, the way. Yeah. <laughs> and, but it was, it was that, and then I, I tried the yoga against things I wouldn't even think about doing 
But then on the flip side, I also tried mindful drawing and I'm always sitting doodling, but actually to kind of then connect that to my well-being, it was not something I've ever thought about. So I thought that it was just, yeah, it was nice to have that safe space to try things. Lucy, what, what for you? Um, so this was my first wellbeing festival, mm. so I didn't really know what to expect. I heard a lot of great things about it. Um, for me, I think it was a fantastic day. I think every session I went to, I really enjoyed. Um, the mindfulness session, for me in particular, stood out. I really felt like I could focus on my body and with the food, being mindful about what you're eating and how you're eating. Um, and I feel like I've definitely took a lot of things away from that day. I've started to do Couch to 5K since yesterday. So it's inspired me a lot to get fit. And yeah, fabulous day. It was, it was such a good day. Yeah. I'm on week five, Couch to 5K, so... Yeah, and I feel like everybody is really... And Robert as well, his talk was Oh, inspirational. Amazing. Robert in that indeed, who's lost, what was it, seven stone? Seven stone. Uh, yes, Robert's lost seven stone. Um, he's he's so close to his target now, and um, Philippa's Philippa's um, journey oh, yeah. um, of using iApt services and all the different services to help her get back to work was really, really inspiring to listen to. And the, I think that's um, just for final final word on this point is, you know, use this a lot in the trust that's out there. If you contact um, the occupational health team, look in the staff room. So there's, um, you know, they've got counselling services, they've got classes that they run. We've also got the recovery college where you can go on courses. So I spoke about drawing and I know they do an art and recovery Mm -hmm. course and that's for any members of staff, for any service users and their families. And also I'm going to put a plug in here at this point. We've been running a campaign with Public Health on the five ways to wellbeing and there are five simple steps that you can take to help look after your mental wellbeing. And there is a website, which is mypledge.me.uk, which has got ideas on different things, simple steps that you can take to really make a difference for yourself. And um, what are the five? Uh, thanks. Um, <laughs> they are connect, be active, take notice, keep learning and give. So, yeah, check it out. And I think we can all, we can all play a part in keeping ourselves well and happy and healthy. Taking a pledge. And, oh yeah, you can take a pledge. So if you go onto the Five Ways website, you can uh, you can look through all the ideas and then you can make a pledge and say, you know what, this is what I'm going to do. And it could be something like Lucy with the Couch to 5K. Uh, Angela Hillary was talking about the fact that she practices mindfulness every day. Yeah. Then you've got Robert who's doing extreme running. <laughs> so, and, But it can be something simple. It can be going for a walking meeting. It can be checking in on a neighbour. It can be having a cuppa and a sit down with someone for five minutes. So, check that out. Shall we move on to our next leadership behaviour? Let's do it. So, I think it's working together. I kind of feel like we need a uh, jingle for each of these. I think we do. So, if there's... Working together. Together. So, if there's anyone more musically talented (laughs) in the trust who wants to record us a jingle and send it through to us, we can pay you in biscuits and that's about it. (laughs) Uh, it saves me listening to Susan and Lucy singing, so that'd be great. Um, so working together, and first thing we're going to talk a bit about is the HSJ Patient Safety Awards. So what a night! What a night! So just going to focus in on uh, the winners of the Mental Health Initiative of the Year, which was our fabulous Crisis mm. Pathway. Amazing. Uh, and they are, I think, the Crisis Pathway 
what they're doing with that pathway. They built on the good work over many years of our own patients and our community teams and went, okay, what else can we do? What can we put kind of in between? So those for those people that need that extra bit of support yeah. and they're in the community and need the support, but actually how can we prevent them getting to a stage when they need an inpatient admission? Yeah. And then what I love about the crisis pathway is they didn't do it on their own. They worked with service users. They worked with the third sector to put things in place. So one of the things they've got in place is crisis cafes, which they run with um, Mind. Um, and they're across the cafe, um, across the cafe, across the county, and people can just pop in. They can talk to Mind workers. They can talk to one of our mental health workers. And they can talk to peers and get support that way. And then they've also opened a crisis house where actually people can go in for a short stay. And it's on a... Uh, it's not. It's not a clinically led house. It's. It's got support workers in there, and it just gives people that kind of that safe space to be for a few days, and then go back to their own environments, their own homes. So yeah, they they they've won mental health initiative of the year, and that's just. I think it's fantastic. It's it so well deserved. It's, it certainly was well deserved, and I think also for me around. The the crisis house. What I'm really pleased about is obviously we've got the that placed in Northampton but I know that we're going to be now having one in the north of the county which is really exciting for for people that need it in that part of the county absolutely and I'm I'm sure in a future podcast um, we'll have more information about the north one and maybe we can drag in uh, Adam or Jen or someone to come and give us a talk about that and I think also at this point we just need to give a special mention to the learning disabilities team as well and they won the uh, Learning Disabilities Initiative of the Year, which, again, very well deserved. And I think we had um, four shortlisted for that award, two winners. And I think it's just a testament to the hard work that's going on across the trust and the innovation and the working together and the care. And it's just... Well, it's, how, it's and how, this, how, how both of those teams are actually all making a difference. Yeah. Making a difference. I like that little, little <laughs> mission statement plug in there. And then... And the way we can actually all work together is we can all work together to have a more sustainable organisation. And I know it's Caesar's favourite topic. Um, <laughs> it's also in Digby Q, don't It's forget. also in Digby Q. So <laughs> what have we got out there that can help us be more sustainable, Suze? Ah, oh, there's so many things we can do. So many simple things we can do to help us. Um, well, I know we're really good at meeting our carbon footprint, but there's a lot more things we could do, such as when you go home, once you've checked that the windows and doors are closed, um, also turn off your monitors. Not many people do that. Um, we all turn our laptops or computers off, but we don't actually turn the monitor off, and that is still working, so um, please do turn those off in the future. Um, what else can we do? There are green champions around the trust who are just looking at different ways. Like if there's an office abandoned and someone's gone to a meeting but left a light on, just turn it off. Please. So many yeah. corridors I walk down with a light yeah. left on. I'm forever <laughs> turning lights off. Um, <laughs> we've also got the recycling. There's lots of different recycling facilities across all of our sites, so please do use them. And um, there is so much more that we, we can do. Um, I know that I went to a sustainable committee meeting recently and we're looking at making more use of our green spaces Mm -hmm. and and to make them more accessible for everybody, for our staff and our patients and also, and pretty. Um, I know that there are um, counties, well, counties like Yorkshire, for example, 
their laborers, they've planted lots of wildflowers and it just makes it look really pretty. So that we are looking at what more we can do with our green spaces. So if you've got green fingers and would like to get involved, please do let <laughs> us know. Um, uh, also, what I'm really pleased about is we were, again, accredited for the Green Award, which means we're doing really well on our sustainability. And um, there is information available on the staff room if you look under support services finance section then you'll find an estates page where you'll find the sustainability information in there and what and just let us know if there's anything else you think we should be doing and i think uh yeah if you also pop the word sustainability into the um search engine yes. the estates page should pop straight up yeah. yes it and will. if it doesn't it will do by the end of the day <laughs> um. and i know that for me it's quite important to cut back on your plastics i know cafe yes. v have got their um sustainable coffee cups which you can purchase there which saves you having to sort of reuse plastic each time you want a cup of coffee yeah so it's really important if everybody if you can get one of those and reuse your coffee cups and then recycle when you yeah, when you do definitely. have waste. Make sure you use recycle Let's points. Let's all do our bit for the planet. And if you don't have a recycle point near where you are, then get in touch with the estates team. Let them know because there should be. So yeah, let, yeah. Let's. Let's save Melbourne Earth, guys. Let's do that. <laughs> save them polar bears. Okay, so we are halfway through our leadership behaviour. So I want to do something a bit different now and this and is more challenging trust me so we're gonna have a bit of a Sue's versus lucy at this point <laughs> so i'm hoping everyone knows that on the staff room there's a section where you can thank a colleague and it's a really nice way to just recognize someone that made a difference for you um and then obviously if they do something amazing then put them in for a quality award as well but that goes without saying but we just wanted to go through some of the thank yous from the last month. But how we're going to play this is you're both going to have 30 seconds each. And in that 30 seconds, you're going to have to try and get through as many thank yous <laughs> as you can. And we'll see who wins, shall we? What do we win? Um, I'm, I'll make them a brew. Okay. And people know that I'm quite stingy on how often <laughs> I make a brew, so who wants to go first? Uh, yeah, fine, I'll go first. Okay. Okay. You've got 30 seconds on the clock. Oh, gosh. Are you ready? No pressure. Go. Louise Gelbean, thank you for all your hard work to make our presence at RCP Annual Conference shine. Well done to you on managing delivering a very successful conference presence representing the RTMS service this week at this professional group conference. You've worked really hard, often in your own time, to create a memorable and inspiring vision of NHFT, as is demonstrated by the high level of interest shown by delegates and the excellent feedback received. Thank you to Kaz Broxton, Steph Buzzwell, Vic Evans, Anita Barkey, Bibi Naho, Nahabu, Eileen. Oh, oh, I'm finished! Oh my god! No, you've got to let me finish this one. I'll start, okay. so I'll finish. Finish that Eileen Faulkner, Toyin Olusai, Rosie Patching, Stuart Wooten, Brenda Goyo, and Loveness Nyagumbo. A huge thank you. To you all who have been supporting the CAMS initial assessment team by working evenings and Saturdays to offer assessments over the last few months. Your support and commitment are truly and deeply appreciated and you are making such a difference to children and families. That's beautiful. So that oh, you got two. That's two. But they were very long. It, they were very long ones. <laughs> I reckon, how many reckon, do you reckon you could do, Lucy? Well. I reckon you can speak quite quickly, right? <laughs> okay, are you ready? I'm ready. Go. 
So a big thank you to Alex and the dietitians team for winning an award and also a big thank you to Louise for organising a lovely afternoon at Corton Manor. Um, also big thank you to Lisa Gilby and Anne Lazelle and Suze for playing such a massive part in the Wellbeing Conference last Friday. Thank you. Um, another big thank you to Lynn Spink um, on getting your care certificate and thank you for doing a great job. Um, another big thank you to the E-Roster team, Laura, Audrey, Charlotte, um, Kalina, anyone else in the team? That's time. So how many was that? Three, nearly three. So that's nearly three. We we have uh, twenty seven on this list. <laughs> Could um, be a while. So do you just want to both shout some names out that have also been thanked without going into the uh, full description? <laughs> okay, so we've got Evan Riley, Anna Spasito, and Sharon Mallon. We've got Ruth Rendell, um, the receptionist at Icebrook Hospital. Um, Cheryl Wilson, Amanda Simons, Rachel Canham, and Lucy Walker for the non-registered conference work on the 9th of July. And we've got Sharon in accounts payable for helping out with all the queries and issues for us. Oh, I love this one. (laughs) A lovely thank you to all our hardworking staff at the Cafe V's at St Mary's, Berrywood and Icebrook and also Daintree um, and that they all do a fantastic job. They are always smiling and really do go that extra mile for people. And another massive thank you to Elizabeth Gonzalez in the dental department at Willowbrook. She was an absolute star the other day and her team have never been more proud to do the job that they do while assisting yesterday with their patients. Their dental team is so lucky to have you. And that was from Hayley. Oh, that's lovely. Um, We've got a nice thank you as well to the One Willow Close team. Um, they've got to thank you for making someone feel so welcome and for giving their time to tell them about the service and what they do and why you love what you do. It's going very local radio now, isn't it? Yeah. Well, yeah. Any more names? A few more well, there's names. There's a couple of people that have made some comments. I think they're leaving the trust, but they just wanted to say that thank you to everyone for making this group a safe place to learn and grow and that they're going to miss everyone very much. And that it was their final week at work and they want to say a big thank you to their colleagues in the adult and children, CTPLD. Um, and she's been working here for 11 years. She's oh, not left her name, but... Oh, uh, I think I missed the name on the printout, sorry. Have a look at the staff room if you want yes. to know who that's from. Right. <laughs> um, there's big thanks as well to Darren Walden, Waldron, I apologise, um, for facilitating a great session on the deaf and disability equality um, leadership matters training so and uh, and the L&D team too big up Beth Brand big up Beth Brand and who else we got on that list let's rattle through the communications crew yeah. well, we can skip that one <laughs> skip us no 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 um, thank you to Karma Brown she's she's fantastic at supporting our apprenticeships so mm. you definitely deserve that Carmen well done we're doing some more well, might as well, they're on the list. <laughs> we need it there. Um, thank you to Safda Shaban. Thank you also to Tara Egan uh, and Peter Hickley and Terry Madlin. The recruitment team. The recruitment Sarah team. Sarah Clark, Sam Pask, Danielle Craddock. UCAT North and the Cats Service. And oh, last but not least, Angie Franklin, Gemma Brooks and Amanda Wynn. 
Brilliant. So remember, if you want to feature on this podcast on why would you not, get your thank yous on the uh, the thank you colleague section. Um, and I'll try and do more than two in 30 seconds yes, next time. Yes, so homework for you two is a speed reading course. <laughs> speed reading. But congratulations, Lucy, you're our first winner. Yay! Uh, we'll make you that cup of tea in a little bit. Okay. Let's jump back into some uh, more leadership behaviours and more updates. And our next one, and I like this one, it's embracing change. And I think, again, it's exactly what it says. It's, it's being okay with change. Change can cause concerns for everyone. But actually, we need to embrace that because that's how we move forward and that's how we get even more outstanding. Mm. Um, one of the teams that really embraced change, and it's a collective of the teams actually, is in Rushton, Lucy. Yes, yeah, so we had the opening day for the new Rushton Resource Centre, which is now a fabulous clinic space for our staff to use. Um, it was originally just used for admin, but now it's all been newly refurbished. And it's open now, so get yourself down there. So I think I think that's really great because it's um it's where you know a team have identified that actually we could be doing more with the space we're in. Definitely. So Russian Resource Centre, that library, we were in there with our teams that's that admin base, but they've actually gone, you know what, we we could be seeing people here. And then they've worked with the library, they've worked with our estates team, and now as you say, yeah, they're they're there and they can see people, so that's uh a whole trance of our community mental health teams out there doing some really great work and I think another team that and actually I think it's one of those teams again it's a mental memory assessment services yeah I'd really like to say congratulations to this team um, they've just been highly commended by the National Older People's Mental Health and Dementia Awards um, which is fantastic news for that service Fantastic. I've noticed I say fantastic and fabulous a lot. It's your favourite word. Yeah, I'll try and think of some other words. <laughs> I think one change I want to talk about, and it's quite a big one, and um, I'm not the most qualified person to speak about these, but I'll do my best. Um, I saw Sandra Mellis walking a corridor a minute ago. I really need her in here because she's leading some of this work. <laughs> but primary care networks, or PCNs, and you may have heard of them, they are these uh, new networks of GPs, and they're different from GP federations. And basically, uh, the um, NHS England have said all GP practices need to work together in the primary care network. So they're looking at the population health they cover and they serve. So in this county, all our GPs are now got together in some form or another into a primary care network. So it's really exciting that you've got people in the community looking at their community and looking at their community healthcare. Obviously, for us as a trust, we need to think about our coordinated focus and we need to think about how we can work with PCNs and how we can deliver that local health care in the way that suits the population. And we know our populations are very different in different parts of the county. So in particular, we're focusing on our adult community health services team, and that's the ones in the adults and community directorate, not the mental health directorate. Um, and in particular, it's the likes of your community nursing teams, it's your intermediate care teams. So what's really great is um, if this isn't someone sitting alone in the room deciding, oh, this is how we're going to work with PCNs. We want everyone involved. So there's a series of uh, events being held during August and September, where if you're in one of these um, community teams, you can come along you can get involved in the discussions, you can feed in your ideas, you can have your say and you can help shape 
what we will look like in terms of our community teams moving forward um, and basically get your voice heard. So I would really encourage you to get along to one of those, have a look on the staff room or have a chat to whoever your senior manager or matron or team leader, whoever it is, um, get their views on which, which one would work for you and which one you can get down to. But I would really encourage to get involved. And if you can't get to the event, there's also going to be a survey so you can put your views in that way. Um, and yeah, I, w- I think it's great that we're trying to make changes together and mm-hmm. please do get involved. I said that about three times, but please do. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and that brings us to... Our last behaviour. Which is... Being authentic. Being authentic. What on earth does that mean? Suze. Oh, God, what are you going to believe for? It's about... Really meaning what you say. That's how I look at it. I like that. I think that's the the plain English version that plain I would English. like to say. <laughs> so that people, because sometimes you know, using a word like authentic, not everyone's going to understand really yeah. what that means. But I think that's being you, be you, being be yourself. You. And I think that brings us nicely to CQC, and we yes. know we're going to have an unannounced visit at some point. Yes. So. How should be people reacting to that, treating that? Treat it like any other day. Mm. Please do not worry about it. Um, they're just coming to have a look around and they might ask you a few questions, but they're not going to be questions that you don't know the answer to. You do this job every day. You know what you're doing. You're the professional. So just be yourself. Don't worry. Don't panic. And please also... If you are with a patient and um, a CQC inspector has turned up, the CQC inspector will wait because mm-hmm. our patients are our top priority. Absolutely. So mm-hmm. we, you need to finish whatever you're doing with the, with the patient at the time, whether you're in a, in a clinic or you're, in, um, you're doing something for their care pathway, please continue to do that and then you can have your conversation with the CQC inspector. I think that, yeah, that is really important. Mm. You know, our patients, our service users, our carers, 100% they come first. Definitely. Um, and I think what I would add in is, yeah, it, it's nothing to worry about, but make sure you use the opportunity. Don't assume the CQC knows something about no. your service unless you tell it. Sell it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, it's your, we always say it's your chance to shine, and it really is. It's your chance to say to them, you know what, actually, we're doing this and we're really good at this. Yeah. yeah um, I'm proud of it too. I'm proud of it. Yeah. And the other thing I would just add is if you're sitting there going, oh, I'm a bit worried about this, talk to your colleagues, talk to your manager, try and work out why you're proud, uh, why you're worried. Because actually there is no reason to be. If you're sitting there thinking, oh, but we've got this happening here. You know, we shouldn't be worrying about something just because the CQC are coming. No, we should be worrying about it all year round. We should be worrying all year round. And we should be talking to our managers, our clinical leads. If it's a safety issue or something that you really don't think is right, you speak up, go speak to Matt or one of the yeah. Freedom Speak Up champions. If you're looking, if it's a safety environment thing, Think, can you make the change or speak to the estates teams? Don't be sitting there thinking, oh, no, the CQC are coming now. I need to make this change. Mm. Make sure we are all being the change we want to see. The thing is, uh, yeah, and also, you know, it's all about working together. 
which brings us back to one of the other behaviours, but it is about us all working together. So we're all here to help one another. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. You know, so um, don't... If, the, if you are thinking, I'm not quite sure, I can't remember... Please just have a look at the Outstanding for All, was called the Beyond Good page on the staff room, but obviously we were outstanding now. Um, and that is where you will find materials to help you remember um, uh, of just what to ha- what to do when they turn up. And also, you know, the, there might be opportunities there for you to remember all around the, the shine. Really do go for it and, and, and sell yourself. And I think, yeah, it's important that working together piece and remembering the teams that are out there to support you. Yeah. So have a look on that page, but then remember, you know, we do have a quality team. We've got teams focused on the CQC. We've got safeguarding teams. We've already mentioned Matt. You know, there's HR teams if there's um, concerns around um, people and resourcing. We've got so many different mm. support teams. All that to help are, each other. Exactly. And, I mean, we work in a support team. The only reason I do this job is because I want to help make a difference to the people we care for. Otherwise, there's no, you know, I could do this anywhere, but actually doing it for NHS, it's about supporting you your, you as clinical teams to then help look after the people we care for and make a difference for the people we care for. So Very true. make sure you use all the resources at your disposal. Anything to add? No. No. Okay. Great. Thank you. So that's through all our leadership behaviours, you'll be pleased to know all four. <laughs> and there are some updates. Um, because we're the public sector, I don't feel like I can finish without calling for any other business. Um, <laughs> so does anyone have any other business? I do. Okay. Can we have our cup of tea now? Yes. Yeah, go on then. <laughs> and just before the cup of tea, um, we obviously, this is our very first podcast, as you've uh, heard. We would love to have any constructive feedback you have. So if you go onto our staff room page, you can find our email address. Uh, so please pop us an email address. If you can't um, if you can't stand this podcast, if you think it's the worst <laughs> thing you've ever heard. Turn it off. Turn it off. But also you can tweet us uh, at real Donald Trump and <laughs> we'll get the feedback that way. Um, but in all seriousness, you know, tell us what you would like to hear more of. We're hoping to get some interviews into this podcast yeah. and future one with yes. uh, people from across the trust. If you've got something that you think you want to share, news you want to share, celebration you want to share, back on our staff room page there on the left-hand side, there's a uh, share button. I can't remember exactly what it says. Oh, share a message. Share a message, yep. Yeah. So click on that, fill in the form, and that'll come through to us. And, yeah, keep listening, keep sharing, and... Um, Thanks for your time. Thank you. Thank yes. You. We'll see you on the next one. Goodbye. Goodbye now. Bye. <laughs> Bye. 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 Bye.